Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to be a better investor, be a better business owner, or increase your bottom line, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, aka E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What would happen if you implemented something that you learned today? And how can I take my business to the next level? By signing up for a free coaching call. That's how. That's how you do what it is that you want to do. All right. So you may have noticed that this little intro was slightly different. That's because I'm actually still waiting for my laptop to load. Oh, so you're doing it off of memory. So I'm doing it off of memory. Oh, all right. Not That's too not shabby, too bad, eh? right? Not too shabby. You know, you know, when I said, you know, are you ready? You could have said not yet. <laughs> I could have, but I wanted to test myself a little bit. Right? You want to see what I know, how far I can get. That was how pretty good, though. Can, not too shabby. Not That's too shabby. Not too I mean, shabby, it's not dude. exactly on script, but hey, it's pretty... Pretty good. I mean, well, we've what been are we, doing this for a little bit. So. When we talk about scripts, right, these are conversational outlines. You don't have to actually know them word for word. We're kind of just internalizing and then going off, uh, you know, a guideline there. Right, right. Uh, I was listening to Jim, Tim and Julie this morning, and I had fallen behind on a couple of their episodes. But one of the ones that they were talking about today was the Ford uh, conversation speech or the co- or the Ford conversation script is what they called it. Yeah. But Julie went so far as to say like, it's not a script. It's just a guideline. Like this is how you use it. Yeah, exactly. And same, same thing with our intro, right? It's a guideline. We're kind of just telling you what's out there, what opportunities are there through, you know, through what we already do. And, you know, you kind of already know what it is we do because you do it. Yeah. I mean, half the people probably hit that forward button for the first 30 seconds. I know I do. When I listen to other podcasts and I don't want to hear the intro. Yeah, yeah. He yeah hit you the just forward hit that forward quick. button. So a lot of people probably didn't hear it, but maybe some will go back and be like, oh, was it different? <laughs> what, what? What? He changed it? Yeah. He changed it just it went off the cuff it. a little bit. Off the cuff. All right. So we're going to continue on our conversation, how to get rich and stay rich. Uh, a couple things we want to make sure we point out because it's it's like that important, right? Um, you need to know your personal finances inside and out. You need to come to terms with the actual numbers. No guessing. Everything we're talking about here doesn't make sense if you don't first start off with your own personal finances, right? I mean, you have to you have to know exactly where you are. Do I owe uh, money that I maybe is like a recourse, non-recourse type loans? Do I have any debts that I can put aside that I can restructure that I can get out of? What is a re- non-recourse type of loan? Uh, non-recourse means they can't come after you personally. So, for example, um, a credit card is usually a non-recourse loan. They can try to come after you, but uh, the, usually the cost incurred to recover that debt is much more than what the debt actually is. 
Mm-hmm. So they end up wiping it out. But basically, a, a recourse or a non-recourse is when they can come after you personally and when they can't come after you personally. Got it. Understood. All right. So in order to build your wealth, in order to keep your wealth, in order to make your wealth grow, in other words, make getting yourself richer so that you no longer have to work for your money, your money works for you, you need to understand where you're starting from. And then once you have a starting point, you want to make sure you start working on getting yourself debt free, zero consumer, consumer debt. Right, consumer debt. Consumer, consumer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zero consumer debt. Uh, the only thing you might be able to get away with is maybe a mortgage, and we talked about uh, maybe some car loans. But other than that, those are the things you need to focus in your attention on, focus your attention on in your own personal endeavors as well as your business endeavors. But at least in your own personal endeavors, so that you know exactly where you are. Get yourself to zero, and then we can work our way up from there. If you find yourself in a hole, stop, stop digging. digging. All right. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. So we hit a couple points before we left. We talked about maybe making uh, rich relationships, right? Expanding your circle of influence with people who are successful uh, and like-minded, as well as mm-hmm. kind of building a mastermind team that those rich relationships don't have to be with living people. It can be with other people. Sure, sure. Right? Um, but you, you do want to definitely you surround, know, yourself, surround with yourself with living, living people. people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Living people that are, you know, at the level that you want to be at or you know beyond where to be yeah exactly exactly don't surround yourself with with people who are of a poor mentality or poor mindset right because those those people they're unfortunately they are going to drag you down they're not going to be the types of people that are going to be beneficial to your growth right and understand we're not talking about poor as in how much they have in their in their wallet we're talking about mindset here mindset right people who are of negative attitude who are just pointing the finger at everybody else and it's always a victim mentality with them try to stay away from those kind of people right right all right we talked about setting big goals right making sure that you're you don't set the bar so low that you can reach it set the bar high enough that you are driving to get there well that was one of the other things that we talked about in another podcast too was how rich people differentiate themselves from normal people right quote because they yeah quote unquote because they uh they have those higher goals they set those expectations beyond what they actually think they can achieve not only that we also talked about maintaining energy so not only do they set high goals but they maintain high energy and enthusiasm and optimism in attaining those goals and they do that by being persistent and by never giving up because maintaining that level of enthusiasm and that level of of energy is really hard to do and there are times when you're going to feel down you're not going to feel at your best you have to have persistence. You have to not give up. You have to push after it next day after next day after next day. That was me this morning. I did not want to hop on my call block today. Ooh. I did not want to do that. And I remember d- taking the first call and just telling myself, just do it. And I dialed that first number, went through my call script. And then after that, I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. That was a good uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I know the feeling because I almost made an excuse for myself yesterday. You know, I, I had a meeting at 10 o'clock. My call block starts at 9. I'm like, oh, I don't even have time to do that many calls. I should just skip it today. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Put those, put that as a priority. Make it happen. Even if you don't put as much time as you want to on a daily basis, make, make it, it happen. happen. That's right. Persistence and perseverance. Right. And last thing we talked about was patience. 
we're even talking about the simple theory or the simple mathematical practice of compounding, right? It takes time. Time is one of the factors that you have in compounding money, compounding interest, right? So it's going to take time to create this wealth. Not going to happen overnight. Very, very, very few stories happen overnight. Most of them are a consistent, long-term, perpetual grind of doing things over and over, Right. Yes, so uh, that's going to lead us into what we're actually going to start with. Right. It's number six, which is the multiple spokes. Yeah. All of that previous stuff. That was a review. But this one's new. This one's multiple new. spokes. What does that mean? All right. So, I mean, just having one spoke of income. So if you go to work every day, you go to that nine to five job every single day and you're 100 percent dependent on that income to not only uh, pay for your bills today, but sort of fill your retirement for tomorrow as well. You are way, way, uh, I'm, you're at risk for sure. You're, you're, you're in the danger zone at that point. Picture, you know, when we talk about, oh, you did. It only took like a few more episodes and you got singing <laughs> in there. That's funny. <laughs> oh, Top man. Gun. By the way, the air show is coming out this weekend. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The old man is going, he's taking, uh, your, your niece and nephew. And nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're going to the air show. See some the, blue angels. They're my niece and nephew too. I just, yeah. Know. Yeah. You just like to point the finger. All right. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> All right. So back to this multiple spoke. So if you picture a, a, a wheel, right, just a circle and you have one spoke, that's going to be a pretty weak wheel. If you're riding on that as a, as a bicycle, for example, you hit a bump with one spoke, you could break the wheel. It'll I don't be even done. know if you can ride a I, wheel with one spoke. I, I, you know what? I'm going to say that it's a thick spoke. So maybe you can. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't even think you can. I, I, I would agree with you that you probably can't. So why are you doing it in your own professional life? Why are you doing it in your own personal finances? I don't understand why you only have one spoke. You need to have multiple spokes. Each one of those spokes represents a way that you generate revenue in your life. So uh, you need to have multiple ways of gener- generating revenue. If you're a real estate agent, maybe it's commissions, but maybe it's also bringing in BPO work, right? Maybe it's also doing some um, some transaction coordinating, right? Now you have mm-hmm. three different ways that you're generating revenue within your industry so that if something goes wrong, if the market changes, if uh, one aspect of your business dries up, you have the others to compensate. right? And it should be the same way when you have... Uh, in, in your own life, if your job is your only revenue source, you need to be putting money away and then reinvesting that money into other revenue sources. We mm-hmm. highly recommend real estate because real estate is so awesome, but it doesn't have to be real estate. You can day trade. You can, um, oh, I don't know what build else is businesses. There. You can build businesses. You can flip houses. You can do any other type of uh, revenue stream as long as you have multiple streams coming in. Well, let's kind of break that down a little bit. There are really three main ways that you can generate additional income there's building businesses there's paper assets and there's real assets right right those are your three broad you know um everything is covered under those three umbrellas right so when you're talking about paper assets you're talking about buying and selling stocks options bonds etc and so on but it could also be contracts right so one of the things that we talk about in the real estate side is assignment of contracts just one of those uh one of those strategies but i think on that we're kind of getting a little bit off topic and we're talking about multiple streams of income but when we're talking about multiple spokes here is it multiple spokes of income or is it multiple spokes of something else for this it's multiple spokes of income right 65 percent of millionaires that in a in a recent cnbc poll have more than three streams of income 
right? You're right. So they're bringing in more than three revenue sources, and it's just a hedge against failure of any given one of those streams, right? If you lose your job, it sucks if it's your only spoke. If you have other spokes, at least you got time to go find something else. Not that those spokes may be, you know, huge breadwinners, but they are bringing in revenue. Mm-hmm. And as you continuously try to build on those spokes and make them stronger, they will eventually come over and take over that one spoke. They'll be much stronger as a whole, right? So the more spokes of, of income that you have, the better you are um, as far as security Mm-hmm. You know, you're building your own security rather than using the security of someone else, right? You, rather you, rather than being stuck in that nine to five. I had too many spokes going into my head right now because I was confusing the spokes that we're talking about right now with the multiple spokes for lead generation. Oh, you didn't know what you about. were spoking about, huh? I didn't know what I was spoking about. That's a good <laughs> one. So yeah, I mean, well, in that case, then let me kind of continue here. So you have your paper assets, which is your trading contracts of one sort or another. Even when you're buying and selling stocks. You're still buying and selling contracts, right? Contracts of owning a piece of a company or contract for an option to own a piece of a company, etc. Your other one is businesses. You can be selling flowers on the corner, right? That's a sort of business. You can be building an insurance company. You can be building a real estate brokerage. Okay, All of these are different types of businesses. Right. And this is where, you know, where we talked about squeezing every little piece of profit that you can from those businesses. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're buying free stuff on Craigslist and turning around and flipping it on Facebook. Exactly. Right? It doesn't matter. The profits, what you do with those profits is what really matters. And that's what we're talking about having a uh, multiple spokes, right? Maybe one spoke is generating you cash, but you have another spoke where you're parking that money that generates income passively right Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is like things like rental property so make sure you have multiple spokes in your income wheel just like you would in your business just like in real estate for example we would have different lead generation spokes like Mm -hmm. you said earlier there's a reason why we have different spokes because if one spoke breaks off and it doesn't work very much you're not stopping the flow of leads the leads still continue to come in because you have other ways of generating those leads you're not just focused on the circle of influence you also know how to go after expireds you also know how to go after for sale by owners. You also know how to do BPOs. You also know how to, you know, all these different things that you that you're becoming efficient at mm-hmm. can help continue to bring the revenue in. So you take that same model that you were talking about with with the real estate side, but apply it to your personal finances. You should have multiple income streams coming in in case one goes bad. The other one still can take over. Well said, sir. Well said. All right. Number seven, 81% of the millionaires in a study said that they actively work at controlling their mindset, their emotions, their thoughts, and words. Meditation is a common theme amongst millionaires. This is a good one. And we've talked about this multiple times as well, how you have to make that conscious choice every day to be excited about something you have to make that choice to be driven you have to make that choice to get up at a certain hour and do the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them at the highest level you have to make that choice and that's that mindset that's the uh, actively controlling that mindset you know it's funny because a lot of people wait for themselves to feel better about doing something right i gave you the example of today i didn't feel like doing my call block and i guess what i didn't feel like doing it when i started i didn't feel like doing it even at the end right even though i set myself i'm like look i'm gonna make my 
20 plus calls per day. That was my goal, 20 plus calls. It's not a grip of calls. It's not a ton of calls. I ended up doing 30 calls because some of them, you know, they I didn't have numbers or they didn't answer whatever, so I kept pushing on. Mm-hmm. But I but the point was is I took action and most people don't ever feel like doing the thing that they have to do, but they take action. They take that step. They go out for their run. They go to the gym. They pick up the phone. They knock on the door. It's not that you wait for the clouds to open up and the sun to shine on you and all of a sudden you're going to feel like doing this thing that you've never felt like doing before. It's not how it works. Nobody wakes up when the alarm goes off and thinks, oh, what a wonderful day. It starts singing like a Disney movie. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. It's not how any of this works. I love that commercial, by the way. <laughs> so that's not how it works. How it works, ironically enough, is that when you take action, the emotions follow. If you take action, if you go to the gym and you start working out, you're going to feel good about it after or during. Mm -hmm. It's going to suck when you pick up the phone the first time, but as you continue to do it, you're glad you did. It's going to suck to wake up in the morning, but when you give yourself that extra 10 minutes instead of snoozing it, you're going to be happy that you did. Mm -hmm. The emotions follow the action. It's not the other way around. If you're waiting for the emotions to come in, you're never going to take action. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And it's some people might think that it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. Well, sometimes that cart is going downhill. Yeah. You know, and that <laughs> that horse is just stuck. It's going to follow. Exactly. <laughs> huh? Huh? You All like right. that? Right. Cart before the horse. All right. All right. The mindset of uh, of giving before you get is a common trait amongst the wealthy. So the mindset of being of service is prevalent amongst the rich. It's not that they give away everything they have, but what they do is they give of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They know that the only way they're going to close the next deal, the only way they're going to get in front of the next client, the only way that they get referred is to be of service, to have a professional process about them and shoot to be of service with every single one of their clients. They have the mindset of being of service. It's a common trait. And of course it's a common trait because once you are able to help other people achieve their dreams and the more people you can help achieve their dreams, the more successful you're going to become. Correct. Right? Ego follows success, not the other way around, right? Success doesn't follow an ego just because I could be big-headed and do nothing, right? Most people can. Most people are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But success does not uh, success, uh, sorry, ego does not follow success. Success follows. Uh, ego. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah success yeah, yeah. follows ego. Yeah, yeah you're, you got you got it right. You got it right. It does take a certain level of humility, right? It takes a certain level of humility to be of service to others. I mean, you could think all the way back to uh, the Bible teachings, right? Jesus gets on his hands and knees and washes his disciples' feet, right? And they're like, "Why are you doing that?" He's like, "Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm being of service. I I serve you, you know, and whatever." Uh, that's, that's all the way exactly going back. But, but I mean, you can go and trace it all the way back to that. The greatest among us was a servant to others. Right. 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 And the more the more we apply that to ourselves, the more we can be of service to other people, the more people will want to work with us. Right. And that's something that we've been seeing a lot more recently, especially with our coaching, as we've shifted our mindset to really... You know, chasing down people not to harass them, you know, about this, that, or the other. To provide them but something to provide of value. Them something of value. To right. pro- provide them a service. Right. And we want to provide them something that 
you know, they might not have been expecting. They're already part, uh, many of them are already part of our team, but we're providing something that takes it above and beyond. Right. right. Yes. And and that that mentality, that mentality of being of service is what's going to get you to that next level. Right. How about follow through? What does follow through mean? Is it the same thing as follow up? Follow through, not being a sampler, trying things out or seeing what sticks. Instead, follow one course into successful. Love that. Focus. Love right? that. Follow one course into successful is an acronym or well, is what do we say when we expand the acronym? Uh, Focus is the acronym of follow one course until successful. All right, I sure. I just don't know how to say it backwards. Necronham. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was a good shot right there. I don't know. I don't right. know. So uh, Missy Elliott could probably figure that out. Yeah, she plays it in reverse. Yeah. All right, so we're going to follow through here, right? Follow one course until successful. Don't bounce around in your spokes, for example. Learn, especially if you're talking about lead generation spokes, for example. If we're going to be focusing our attention on expireds, Focus your attention on building that spoke and build that spoke really well. Once that spoke is set, you know, in motion, you don't have to work it as hard as for as far as figuring out how you're going to say it, mm-hmm. when you're going to say you've internalized those scripts. Anybody that you can contact that's an expired, you know, right off the top of your head exactly how to take care of that particular client. Mm-hmm. Then you move on to the next spoke. Master the one spoke and then start to develop a new spoke. Yes. All far too often, most people they'll they'll say, okay, well, I I do mailers and I do expires and I do fish for sale by owners and I do you know circle of influence and you're like, okay, you know, I'm a for sale by owner. Let's walk this dude. Let's let's do you know let's role play here for a second. Sure. You know, hey, uh, knock knock knock. You know, dead silence. They don't know what oh. to do, right? They they they're stuck at this point because mm-hmm. they haven't mastered that particular spoke. They've dabbled in it. Right, they touched on it, but there's no follow through. There's no perfection of this particular uh, spoke. So that's what it means about to be focused. Right, follow one course until successful. Once that spoke is solid, then move on. And just to expand on that a little bit, because you were just talking about real estate here on the insurance side, we're basically doing the same thing. We've actually, we're we're you know our business partner is such a visionary, gives me a damn headache. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, so I'm the manager in this, so I'm the one that has to put all of these different systems together. So his his latest, you know, is uh, we are giving our agents different tracks to follow. Track number one, personal lines. Master this. Follow one course until successful on personal lines. Then you can move on to commercial lines. Follow that course until successful. Then you can move on to life insurance, right? So we're putting these three different, not that you can't do all three. You absolutely can. But focus on one. Become a master of one. And even within something like the commercial realm, there are so many different types of businesses that those that are already involved in commercial insurance were telling them, hey, pick a niche. Find the one or two or maybe three things that you're going to be really good at. Focus on one thing until successful and then master it and move on to the next. Yeah. Then you can open your business up to even more. But again, those are different spokes, right? If you If you create yes. a strong spoke... Then when you move on to the next spoke, that first spoke is already bringing you in revenue or leads or whatever you're developing that spoke for. And that's because you're following through. You're right. following through and becoming 
proficient, becoming a master in that one spoke. All right, number 10 here, physical health and mental well-being. 82% of millionaires in this study stated that they had no significant health issues currently. Oh, right. They're being proactive regarding exercise and nutrition, and it's critical not only to achieve wealth, but keeping it right. I mean, why the hell would you be getting yourself rich for a future if you're not taking care of yourself to be in that future? Yeah, no, I saw I saw this great cartoon recently, uh, like a comic comic cartoon, you know, uh, where it was this young man who was chasing a dollar. Right. He had a he had a net like a butterfly net and he's chasing this one dollar. And in the next panel, he's a little bit older and there's a few more dollars. He's still got that same net. And by the end of it, I mean, he gets a little bit older and there's a few more dollars. He gets a little bit older. There's a few more dollars. And by the end of it, he's got that net full of money, but he's run out of room to run. Mm, Time is up. Time is up. And that's kind of the problem, right? And, and if you're not taking care of your well-being, if you don't have an actual game plan, if you don't have deadlines set, you're going to be chasing your tail, right? You're going to be just like that comic strip where you're going to, you might attain what you set out to attain, but without a deadline, without a time frame, you might be out of time. If you're not taking care of yourself physically, right, you might get to what you wanted to get to at a young age of 45, but be obese and have heart problems and diabetes and not be able to enjoy it. No bueno. Right? So you need to be taking care of yourself, both physically and mentally. You don't want to burn out and drive yourself crazy either. You don't want to ruin the relationships that you have with your personal, in your personal life, right? Friends and family. You want to make sure you have those things intact. So physical health and mental health and uh, mental well-being are both high priorities of a person who wants to get rich and stay rich right there you need to maintain both of those things as much as you do your own personal education and your your business life right you touched on it a little bit part of that mental well-being is maintaining those relationships family is important if you aren't maintaining that relationship if you're too focused on the work that you're doing and not making time for the relationships that matter your wife your kids your mom your dad you know you're gonna look back and those relationships might be lost yeah you know especially with our parents you know if you don't make time to go see your parents to spend time with them to do this and the you know they're gonna die and yep. you're going to look back and be like, damn, I wish I'd have spent more time with mom and dad. Yep. You know, or you're going to lose that relationship with your with your spouse. And you're going to look back and be like, damn, I shouldn't have spent so much time at work. I should have spent more time with her. Nothing is more devastating than looking into an older individual's eyes and seeing regret. Right. I mean, agreed. The, the I wish I could have. Right. Right now you can say, you know, I'm, I'm 36. Right. I can say, damn, I wish I would have done this. But it's OK because I have time to make whatever correction I needed to. Right. I have time to take another choice or make another route. But if I'm 93 years old and I, I don't have the energy, I don't have the mobility, I don't have any of that stuff. And I still have. Damn, I should have in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's that's got to be the worst feeling, right? Yeah. So take advantage of the time that you have right now. All right, let's move on to number eleven. Now that I put a damper on the no, on the it's motivation. all good. It's all good. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's it's not a damper. It's it's look, truth. It, you, you know what, what does uh, what does Tim say? You well, you die quickly. Or oh yeah, yeah. You're 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 alive for a short period of time. You're dead for a very long time. Exactly. You're alive for a short period of time. You're dead for a long time. So make so, so make, make the life most of count. It. Yeah, make right. the most of it. Make it happen. All right, last one here. Be responsible and accountable. In other words, 
have sayings like, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, right? I, I haven't, it, it's my fault. Not blaming your broker, your spouse, your market, your your background, whatever. Take control. It's up to me, right? I made that mistake. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I did that. I, 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 when it comes to accountability. For sure. Right? Too many people are I, I, I when it comes to materials, right? Mm-hmm. Materialistic mm-hmm. things or, you know, things that I want or feelings that I feel. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if something happens in your life, look in the mirror. Take accountability. Even if it wasn't actually you, it was your fault. Mm-hmm. If you can if you can live your life of, of having that kind of accountability and at the same time being of service to other, having that gratitude, you're going to see a, like a 360 degree change in your perception of the way the world works, in the abundance of opportunity that's in front of you, and the amount of people that you can help. Right. Right. And as a result your dollar situation will change. Mm-hmm. But it starts with you. And it's because you understand that you are the only one who is in control of your situation, right? right? At any time. I mean, sure, there's outside forces that are going to affect things, but at all times, you are the only one that you can control. That's right. I mean, it's time to take control. You are where you are now due to your past actions. Yes. And now in your future, now that's going to be determined by what you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. But you're in charge of it, right? Take control. It was my fault. And future you is going to look back at today and either thank you or regret what you were doing today. Yep. Right? So today, today, the present you needs to take action. You need to do what you need to do when you don't want to do it. And you need to do it at a high level if you want future you to thank you. Right. Think about think about yourself for a second there. Right. Future you. If you're sitting on the beach in Cabo with a drink in your hand, looking at the water, chilling because you don't have to worry about money anymore. That's one less thing. That's one less thing. I want you to put yourself in that situation. And now think back. What's the one or two things that the past you did to get you to that situation? Be of service to others. Just saying. Take that exercise and think about the things that made you better to get there and start doing those things, right? Failure along the way must be owned as well as success, right? You're going to love to claim the success. Yeah, I made it. Woohoo! But you don't claim the success until you claim the failures along the way. The steps that you take, the things that you fumbled on, the things that you dropped, those things are going to make you better so that you can succeed. But it starts with that accountability, right? Making sure that you are on the path that you want to get on. And there are a couple ways that you can be accountable. You can continue doing what you're doing today and see how that's working out for you. Or you can go to our website, www.csfirst.com. And uh, that's S I. A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com and then click on the free coaching call. I mean, what can 30-minute conversation do for you? Maybe future you is going to thank you for actually taking action and doing that today. Well said. All right. If you have any other questions for us, you can always email us, james at csfirst.com, hernan at csfirst.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at businessbrospod. Find us at Facebook at CSFirst. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.